So here we are again. We're in the book of Ezra, starting out in chapter 7. Now we're going to read Ezra's genealogy and career. Now after these things, in the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, the son of Zeraiah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Merioth, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzai, the son of Bukai, the son of Abishua, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest. This Ezra went up from Babylon, and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his request, according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him. And there went up some of the children of Israel, and of the priests, and the Levites, and the singers, and the porters, and the Nethanims, unto Jerusalem, in the seventh year of Artaxerxes the king. And he came to Jerusalem in the fifth month, which was in the seventh year of the king. For upon the first day of the first month began he to go up from Babylon, and on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem, according to the good hand of his God upon him. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord, and to do it, and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. We see that Ezra is a model for those who would dedicate themselves as people anointed by God to study, obey, and teach God's word. Ezra believed the law was given through Moses by God, that it was the ultimate authority for God's people. So Ezra purposed in his heart to literally study and seek God's word. He sought to know God's ways and thoughts in all things pertaining to life, the world, and God's purpose among his people. The wisdom of God was in him because he did these things. Ezra also purposed in his heart to obey God's commandments and righteous standards. That means that what he learned, he then taught, and he also lived. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, now we're in verse 11. Now this is the copy of the letter that the king Artaxerxes gave unto Ezra the priest, the scribe, even a scribe of the words of the commandments of the Lord and of his statutes to Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, unto Ezra the priest, a scribe of the law of the God of heaven, perfect peace, and at such a time. I make a decree that all they of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm which are minded of their own free will to go up to Jerusalem, go with thee, for as much as thou art sent of the king and of his seven counselors to inquire concerning Judah 
and Jerusalem, according to the law of thy God, which is in thine hand, and to carry the silver and gold which the king and his counsellors have freely offered unto the God of Israel, whose habitation is in Jerusalem. And all the silver and gold that thou canst find in all the province of Babylon, with the freewill offering of the people, and of the priests, offering willingly for the house of their God, which is in Jerusalem, that thou mayest buy speedily with this money bullocks, rams, lambs, with their meat offerings and their drink offerings, and offer them upon the altar of the house of your God, which is in Jerusalem. And whatsoever shall seem good to thee and to thy brethren, to do with the rest of the silver and gold, that do after the will of your God. The vessels also that are given thee for the service of the house of thy God, those deliver thou before the God of Jerusalem. And whatsoever more shall be needful for the house of thy God, which thou shalt have occasion to bestow, bestow it out of the king's treasure house. And I, even I, Artaxerxes the king, do make a decree to all the treasurers which are beyond the river, that whatsoever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven, shall require of you, it be done speedily. Unto an hundred talents of silver, and to an hundred measures of wheat, and to an hundred baths of wine, and to an hundred baths of oil and salt, without prescribing how much. Whatsoever is commanded by the God of heaven, let it be diligently done for the house of the God of heaven. For why should there be wrath against the realm of the king and his sons? Also, we certify you that touching any of the priests and Levites, singers, porters, nethanims, or ministers of this house of God, it shall not be lawful to impose toll, tribute, or custom upon them. And thou, Ezra, after the wisdom of thy God that is in thine hand, set magistrates and judges, which may judge all the people that are beyond the river, all such as know the laws of thy God, and teach ye them that know them not. And whosoever will not do the law of thy God and the law of the king, let judgment be executed speedily upon him, whether it be unto death or to banishment or to confiscation of goods or to imprisonment. Blessed be the Lord God of our fathers, which hath put such a thing as this in the king's heart, to beautify the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem, and hath extended mercy unto me before the king and his counsellors, and before all the king's mighty princes. And I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, and I gathered together out of Israel chief men to go up with me. 
Now we're moving on to chapter 8, where the people are returning with Ezra. These are now the chief of their fathers, and this is the genealogy of them that went up with me from Babylon in the reign of Artaxerxes the king, of the sons of Phinehas, Gershom, of the sons of Ithamar, Daniel, of the sons of David, Hattush, of the sons of Shechaniah, of the sons of Pharosh, Zechariah, and with him were reckoned by genealogy of the males an hundred and fifty, of the sons of Pehath, Moab, Elihoanai, the son of Zerahiah, and with him two hundred males, of the sons of Shechaniah, the son of Jahaziel, and with him three hundred males, of the sons of Aden, Ebed, the son of Jonathan, and with him fifty males, of the sons of Elam, Jeshaiah, the son of Athaliah, and with him seventy males, and of the sons of Shephatiah, Zebediah, the son of Michal, and with him fourscore males, of the sons of Joab, Obadiah, the son of Jehiel, and with him two hundred and eighteen males, and of the sons of Shelomith, the son of Josephiah, and with him an hundred and threescore males, and of the sons of Bebai, Zechariah, the son of Bebai, and with him twenty and eight males, and of the sons of Asgad, Johanan, the son of Hakatan, and with him an hundred and ten males, and of the last sons of Adonikam, whose names are these, Eliphelet, Jeiel, and Shemaiah, and with them threescore males, of the sons also of Bigvai, Uthai, and Zabud, and with them seventy males. Now they're returning to Jerusalem. And I gathered them together to the river that runneth to Ahava, and there abode we in tents three days. And I viewed the people and the priests, and found there none of the sons of Levi. Then sent I for Eleazar, for Ariel, for Shemaiah, and for Elnathan, and for Jarib, and for Elnathan, and for Nathan, and for Zechariah, and for Meshulam, chief men, also for Joarib, and for Elnathan, men of understanding. And I sent them with commandment unto Edo, the chief at the place, Cassiphia, and I told them what they should say unto Edo, and to his brethren, the Nephinims, at the place, Cassiphia, that they should bring unto us ministers for the house of our God. And by the good hand of our God upon us, they brought us a man of understanding, of the sons of Mali, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Sherebiah with his sons and his brethren, eighteen, and Hashabiah, and with him Jeshaiah of the sons of Merari, his brethren, and their sons, twenty. Also of the Nethinims, whom David and the princes had appointed for the service of the Levites, 
220 nethanims. All of them were expressed by name. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before our God, to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance. It's always necessary to pray to God for his care and protection and direction when we set out upon a journey. God's help should never be taken for granted. His guidance and protection are mediated through prayer. When we arrive safely at our destination, we should always remember to give him thanks. Verse 22, For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him, but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he was entreated of us. God looks so favorably on people who humble and fast and petition him about matters. God responded favorably to Ezra's request. So too he will honor all of us when we, with sincere hearts, seek him in prayer and fasting. Okay. Then I separated twelve of the chief of the priests, Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brethren with them, and weighed unto them the silver and the gold and the vessels, even the offering of the house of our God, which the king and his counselors and his lords and all Israel there had offered. I just want to make a quick note here in regards to the word ministers. In Hebrew, it's, and forgive my pronunciation if I'm wrong, it's masharthim, which means servants or ministers. It's often applied to priests and Levites, but also to aides, to Solomon's servants, to Elijah's servant. So I just thought that was neat. I wanted to share. Okay, chapter 8, now we're on verse 26. I even weighed onto their hand 650 talents of silver, and silver vessels, and 100 talents, and of gold, and 100 talents. Also, 20 basins of gold, of a thousand drams, and two vessels of fine copper, precious as gold. And I said unto them, Ye are holy unto the Lord, the vessels are holy also, and the silver and the gold are a freewill offering unto the Lord God of your fathers. Watch ye, and keep them, until ye weigh them before the chief of the priests, and the Levites, and chief of the fathers of Israel, at Jerusalem, in the chambers of the house of the Lord. So took the priests and the Levites the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem unto the house of our God. 
Then we departed from the river of Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month to go unto Jerusalem. And the hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy, and of such as lay in wait by the way. And we came to Jerusalem, and abode there three days. Now on the fourth day was the silver and the gold and the vessels weighed in the house of our God by the hand of Merimoth, the son of Uriah the priest, and with him was Eleazar, the son of Phinehas, and with them was Jozabad, the son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, the son of Binuai, Levites, by number and by weight of every one, and all the weight was written at that time. Also the children of those that had been carried away, which were come out of the captivity, offered burnt offerings unto the God of Israel, twelve bullocks for all Israel, ninety and six rams, seventy and seven lambs, twelve he-goats for a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering unto the Lord. And they delivered the king's commissions unto the king's lieutenants, and to the governors on this side the river, and they furthered the people and the house of God. So, remnant, I want to quickly touch on this word. The word remnant in Hebrew is paleta, those escaped, those spared. The Bible often talks about a remnant. God promised a remnant from the invasions of Assyria and Babylon. God promised a godly remnant would be drawn to the Messiah. Paul speaks of a present remnant that have already become the children of God through faith in Jesus, the Messiah. Now I'm trying to, we're down to chapters, chapter 9 and 10 are the last ones. I don't want this to go, I don't want to feel rushed while I'm reading. I guess that's what I should say. Um, chapter 9, though, is, it's Ezra's prayer. And I have a lot of notes in regards to it. So I'm thinking I might hold off and do chapters 9 and 10 tomorrow just so we can really take our time and appreciate what we're reading and what we're learning. But in the meantime, you know, it really stands out to me. Sometimes when I read certain things, it just jumps out. We fasted and besought our God, and he was entreated of us. I feel like this is such a time we need to seek the will of God and the hand of our God upon us and upon our nation for good. Perhaps we can do that. Take some time to seek the Lord and his way and to fast, not just for us, but for our communities, the lost that are yet to be found, and our nation that desperately needs to seek God and repent and turn to him.